This is the Kita Anime Podcast for November 22nd, 2011. What's her name? You know what time it is? This time with the right intro? It's time for the Kita Anime Podcast. Oh, boy. <laughs> Welcome to the Kita Anime Podcast for November 22nd, 2011. The Kita Bro- Anime Podcast is brought to you by the Kita Anime Podcast. Why? Because we don't really have a sponsor, so let's just sponsor ourselves. Ain't that a little bit meta? <laughs> no. No? No? Eh. How you doing today, Dito? <laughs> uh, not bad, actually. Can't really say there's that bad stuff going on right now. Are you are you excited for the uh, Thanksgiving weekend? Because this is the week of Thanksgiving for you know for all you guys that aren't in the U.S. This is the week where we have our Thanksgiving. I know for some of you it's just a regular week, but for us we only have to work three days a week. <laughs> I wish I don't work three days a week. What? Are you, do you have to work on Friday? Yes, I do. Oh, that bites. It really bites. Um, at least you're going to have turkey on Thanksgiving, right? Actually, I'm going to have turkey on Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving. Ooh, fancy. I don't even I know. get what, two Thanksgivings. I don't even know what I'm going to be doing for Thanksgiving. Maybe I'll eat a cup of ramen noodles or something. <laughs> yes, yes. You, you have to find the turkey flavor. Isn't that like the American thing to do? Is Just... Eat the tur- eat ramen noodles all the time, or have I just been in college for too long? No, no, I still do it. <laughs> all right, so for all of you who've never seen the show, and dude, we're in episode three. Why haven't you seen the show yet? <laughs> what we do is we grab three animes that are airing currently in the fall season. We watch them, we comment on them, and that's pretty much it. Maybe we'll add. We some will CG be doing. In. <laughs> <laughs> Clash. Yeah, I'll Michael um, Bay it. <laughs> um, also, be aware too that we will be giving out lots of spoilers. And if you have not been watching the shows up to this point, I do recommend to backtrack, check out the shows, and kind of follow us too, because we like to um, have some fun with our shows too. Oh, definitely. And and besides, the nice thing about this is that if you're watching live, we record everything, so just. Go back and play it, you know, and then you can see how we've improved. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> or watching us completely mess up and before we actually do the actual recording. So. Oh, yeah. Like, that's that's gold for you. If you want to watch live, that's the best time to do it. But anyways, uh, if I can click the right button, which I never can do. Should we go into our first anime of the night? Let's go. So everything that makes me And our first anime is Guilty Crown. This section is brought to you by 
shoes, going the extra mile. Oh yeah. Are we going to get Tiger Woods on the show? No. Anyways, so when we left last... uh, One of these days I'll be able to say that. When we last left off, Shu gets a new roommate, learn a few rules about the void, you know, a little bit romantic floating scene where you're like, oh, isn't that adorable? Um, Oh yeah, and they drink a lot of Dr. Ginger. (laughs) Great for the palate. Oh yes, definitely. Um, Dr. Ginger... I want to meet you. He's real, right? All right, so <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ginger, we're looking for you. So we find ourselves with Shu now with resistance and meets up with a very interesting person. Um, and of all the stuff it is, it's a girl in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah. Isn't that awesome? Just a little girl in the wheelchair? Don't you yeah, you would, you would not think too much, you know, like a soldier in a wheelchair, you know, probably has a lots of mental combat experience because she's one of the pilots of those uh, mechs and everything. No, no, she'll kick your ass sideways. I mean, she literally does a wheelchair sweep, <laughs> knocking people <laughs> off the ground. I mean, that, come on. Yeah, yeah I, I love that how she just like took him down with pretty much one hand. And he's like, Bleh! because, of course, Shu, who has no idea how to act around well, anybody. Anyone. <laughs> At all. Just, oh, don't worry about it. You're uh, in a wheelchair and all. And she just, I'm your boot camp instructor, so you better uh, tie up those bootstraps and get ready, or I, I'm just going to beat you down, boy. <laughs> Pretty much that's what she does. Quite literally. Uh, and you figure that after all this training and everything, because he, he has to go through like the basic qualifications to become you know, part of the group and has to take a mock exam after, I believe, a week. Uh, yeah, it was it was about a week, and then for some reason they decided to strip him down naked at the beginning of it, which I'm very confused about. Very. Confused. That's right. <laughs> but fun, the funny thing is too, like at the beginning of his uh, boot camp training, uh, he loses the pen that that general gave him from the GHQ, and it ends up in that in that girl's hand. You know? Okay, I know I just completely brain fart something self and I forgot her name. Uh girl in the wheelchair. <laughs> we'll, we'll call her. I don't even remember what I had for lunch. It's like horrible, but I know someone's going to flame me for it later. You you think I'm going to remember this? I watched this yesterday, Dito. If I can't remember what I had for lunch, I'm not going to remember names from yesterday. <laughs> Maybe you, we should write about me who can't remember names worth the crap. Yeah, the girl <laughs> in the wheelchair. One of these days, we'll be smart enough to write their names down in this doc, right? Yeah, one Maybe. of these days. <laughs> but, you know, so she ends up making like a deal with him, trying to see if she can actually... Uh, if he beats her in the mock exam, she'll give the pen back. Yeah. And, and like, you know, yeah. she was at this point right now where he just doesn't understand, or he doesn't know if he can trust the resistance or if he should be able to trust the general. So... It's just kind of nice to see that he is trying. He's you know developing some kind of backbone now, kind of. Uh, sort of, maybe. I don't know. Did you not see him try to shoot an automatic weapon? That was ugly. <laughs> oh, I think he did better than me. I don't think he even got to the trigger. <laughs> but um, yeah, and and I I love how like n- nobody knows what that pen is, and then he just stares at it, and she's like bouncing it on your nose. Can you? I wanted to learn how to balance a pen on my nose. 
want to, I never could figure out how to do the like, pen and flipper on your uh, thumb. I can never figure that I, out. I've tried I it so many times. That, I can never really figure it out. Maybe I can try this. You think this is going to work? No. 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 Oh, you're acting. Oh. I'm not dexterous. Dick. Whatever. Whatever that large word is that I can't say. <laughs> um. But, <laughs> yeah. You but. know, um, we actually see her at least soften up a little bit when uh, we see uh, Inori and Guy sneak off into the room and Shu sees them. Mm. Yeah, I wonder what's going on there. Yeah. Apparently, like, she does it, what, two, three times a month? I was kind of worried that they have to schedule activities like that. Yeah, I know, huh? Yeah. They just figure that you just go on the spur of the moment, like yeah. most humans no, do. Yeah, so... Uh, or is it just... I don't know. I usually just... Wait for my phone to go off and then. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> I don't want to know about your weekend. <laughs> Anyways, this is why uh, I have important that... phone calls I need to pick up during the show. <laughs> oh, we'll, just, we'll just call that for right now. <laughs> but as we see, like later on um, during the mock exam, and uh, she's now pursuing Shu. In in, she, in Steiner of like so from what is it episode what are we on, I episode three was it they steal the uh, one guy's enclave or however you say it, and, yeah and she's controlling it now which is nuts, and apparently somehow she figured out his name was Steiner, which, you know you look at them they don't have any names painted on them so, somehow she figured that one out and I don't know how but she did. Maybe yeah. they'll figure. Maybe we'll hear about it sooner or later because you know, we still have a more. We're not even a, a fourth of the way through, really. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. we find that um, Shu kind of finds that one like that one resistance member that was trying to give him advice about guy and not to really judge people, just to kind of give it a shot and everything. Ends up uh, using his uh, void powers to pull out a void from him, and ends up being some kind of tuning fork that completely envelops darkness or something. Yeah, i can't really it, explain it. it's a big big ball of black hole globness yeah think of like a smoke bomb and a giant bubble and with the smoke bomb just exploding inside the bubble and you can't see anything that's essentially what it was or, or essentially you take a stick of dynamite stick it in a squid's ass and then push force field around it and explode have you done this in real life before? You seem to be a little bit of an expert on this. I'm kind of worried. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, and to be honest, I really did not like this episode. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, the, the one thing that really drew me back on this whole episode is that it's it's character development. I know it's all character development, so you see like how they're going to you know react toward this and everything. But near the end of the episode, we do see some interesting things going on. Uh, I mean, like they start talking about the new uh, the weapon that's uh, orbiting, orbiting over Japan and everything, and it, apparently it's so accurate, so devastating that we actually see it in action. And where um, the resistance was supposed to go on a mission, and the whole resist that whole resistance but guy survived from this attack yeah and it's crazy i actually i actually like where they're going with this by actually naming them after you know antibodies and immune systems you know you have the apocalypse virus and then this one is the leukocyte 
So I'm waiting for like the macrophage and the, I don't know what else, macrophage, the T cells, the B cells. What was the virus from Resident Evil? I'm, I'm waiting for them to pull that T one. T virus. Too. Yeah, the T virus. I'm waiting for that one to come out too. So everybody just turns into apocalypse and we'll have this crazy Resident Evil 5 mashup, right? That would, if that ever happened in the show, when they start creating zombies or zombie-like things, I think the show's just going to completely start going off the off the chain. Lack of know. ghetto words there, but <laughs> I would love it. But yeah, that that Lucasite cannon, and it's not just one cannon too. It's like a series of satellites that stay in a geosynchronous orbit over Japan because you know Japan's all important and all. But yeah. I, I like how it does an infinity loop because that's how it works in real life. <laughs> Just put everything in infinity at least, loops. At least they're at least they're uh, they're consistent. At least they're consistent. Yeah. And I, I think it's really funny though that when, now that um, guy comes back from his mission and everything, you know, the only one that survives, starts talking about how they're going to take out the leukocyte. And you know, before the mission and everything, you see a guy in, in his room and everything. We find out that. He's on some kind of blood transfusion. Yeah, it, it looked like a dialysis machine to me. So yeah, maybe that's what his dialysis confirmed yeah, the name. Maybe he's got bad and, kidneys. Yeah, that just seems like the reason why I'm like why um, he needs eatery there. I, I have no idea, but you see, like a little part of him just starts softening up really, really bad. He's like blaming himself and like wondering why he's the leader. What what good is it? And it's just like it's really interesting to see him kind of just mentally break down like that someone who's so so tough and so hard on everyone just all of a sudden just kind of whittles up and almost down the same little shoe yeah you kind of get more of a uh you know because every time we've seen him so far he's kind of been that uh little badass yeah the hard-ass general who's like let's go we gotta fight this fight fight the good fight and win and we finally see him you know how much he actually how how he's dealing with the pressure of all of this because obviously you know everybody's believing in him and that's that's hard on a guy and the interesting part of about this is at the beginning of the scene you look it looks like inori's walking into the room but by the end we find out it's shu um and then i don't know why they did this but he was wearing a uh a uh rubber glove or a latex glove which kind of worried me a little bit but like if they i don't even see the reason why they needed to put that part in <laughs> yeah. uh, it's mainly due to the fact alone that i what i assume is that it's the it was a handprint of inery so that the only people who can enter this because as you see in the tops is uh, inery certified yeah so i figured that the reason why they did that is so that uh, Chu can see the side of guy that no one has seen and i think at some point that they kind of find a little mutual respect but at the same time too they exchange blows they just start beating the crap out of each other yeah i actually enjoyed that finally we actually see shu you know taking a little bit of initiative you know and just decking him <laughs> trying to deck guy and that's the first time i've actually seen him fight in quotes without using a void or something like that so. yeah it's kind of nice to see that um even though that guy is like putting like taking the burden taking carrying all that um all that guilt and uh sorrow with him you know from everyone who he's lost through the years i guess and just like 
letting someone else in because apparently Inuri is the only other one that knows about the side of guy and it seems like a shoot it got to shoot because now that he's going to participate in the mission that he originally was not going to so now we see that the the mission's going to take place and they get down into the GHQ headquarters to go down to the was it the sub level or something yeah. to take out the, the control the control system to the liquorite yeah um, and then of course you got to have the glitch can't touch it or it just shuts down <laughs> type of thing um, where we get that other kid the uh, yeah the Noisy cricket kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the best. That's the best name for him, the noisy cricket kid. Yeah, he goes down there with them because they need his uh, his void to control the satellite orbit. Yeah, and then of course we have the awesome, our favorite action that we see in Guilty Crown: groping. <laughs> yes, uh, but male groping. Yeah, but we have to find. You have to. You have to announce this too because this is one of the funnier parts in like for anyone. Anyone who's ever shot a gun, for all you people out there who are gun fanatics, whoever shoots a gun like a G, I don't. I still say you're not accurate. You cannot be accurate with that. That that's not. You really no can't. But apparently, Inuri is. Inuri shoots like a G and is accurate as hell. Well, that's what she does. You know, YouTube star during the day, gangsta at night. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> it all works out, right? Um... Yeah. I'm all for it. I'm totally all for it. The only in movies and anime is where you can shoot like a G and still get a headshot. Oh yeah. But I did you did you notice that it didn't even look like he fired the noisy cricket at all during that scene? You just see him aim and then it just cuts away to that scene where uh guys just takes out an enclave in one shot. <laughs> Yeah, because we we see our uh, Steiner come back and starts going ballistic in there because you know he's, I guess he's what a like a neat freak or something. You know, doesn't like to be touched type person. Yeah. And they touched his Steiner, so he's all sorts of bent out of shape. Yeah, and and it's it's nuts how they just switched the. Uh... Is it Onslave, I think? Just like in Full Metal no, Alchemist, or, or no? It's not. It's not Onslave. I know that much. Um, uh, I don't even. I don't. I don't think I caught the name of that one. I'm gonna. Yeah. That's horrible. That's horrible. We just watch these shows and we can't even. We can't even like name those robots' names. I'm pretty sure someone's out there like shouting at us, going, "It's this! It's this!" And we're just you noobs. How are you guys professionals? (laughs) Remember, send us a send us a feedback at ktdata.net. But yeah, we find ourselves with uh, Shu shooting out his uh, noisy cricket and stopping the the satellite's orbit, and then our um, our Steiner comes in, starts going ballistic. Uh, guy, you know, single handedly takes it out, and because of his ballisticness, um, he damages the control unit, so it starts going out of control. So like one of the satellites starts falling on orbit, and guess what? It's coming right at you. <laughs> for tokyo oh yeah no 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah i just love how random that is too it's like oh it just happened to get grazed at the right time where it just hit the thrusters and the satellites just dropping in <laughs> i was like really yeah <laughs> but this is about when we learned about this pen what the actual pen is supposed to signify um you're supposed to hit blue blue red for him to send a signal and then the GHQ would be down there you know, ASAP. 
But we find out is that if you hit that combination, the satellite shoots directly at where the where that pin is. So essentially, you're boned. Oh yeah, and and, and then you know, guy in his uh, normal fashion just like, oh yeah, I knew it did that. And she was like, what? Huh? Yeah, it was just it was just one of those like going. Seriously, guy, what don't you know? I mean, you can see voids. What else can you see? Because if you can see Jesus, I want to see him too. <laughs> but of course, guy, being the I want to, I want to take, I want to just like you know do everything for everyone type stuff. Uh, that's that whole hero, like I am a hero type BS thing. He tries to like he wants to line up the two satellites, you know, the one that's coming down and shoot one of the satellite, use that satellite to shoot the other satellite out of the atmosphere but the same thing too take the grunt of the damage because you know it's a beacon come on yeah um, i thought that was interesting because i swear at the beginning they're like oh once the satellite goes out of range we gotta wait for another one and i'm like huh <laughs> <laughs> hold on hold on wait five minutes like, just stand right there hit the buttons but stand right there for five yeah. minutes i need i need you to cooperate with me <laughs> um but Oh. Then we see this. We see something that I was not expecting, but at the same time, too, I found very fitting for Japanese anime. For anyone who's ever seen most animes and they come around with mecha and everything, you the, the Japanese have this very notorious thing for making things combine. Oh, you know, yeah. Yeah, it, like everything, Transformers, combine itself into bigger stuff. Tenetop and Gurnalog, and, you know, it combines. You know, it's just all these other ones. Hello, come on. Voltron. Power Rangers, combine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's – but apparently you can combine voids. So we see our noisy cricket combined with Inari's sword of death turning into a big cannon of doom. That lo- And then the thing is, I didn't even th- – I like when I first saw him, like – that just looks like a giant sword. And then all of a sudden he just like pulls it out. And well, what was the line he said? He's like, oh, and then I'm going to fight it with th- this thing. And I just like, really? <laughs> Most cliche yeah, line I, I ever. Was thinking, I was thinking of two things. Either one, it's going to shoot a really big cannon. I was going to think like, you know, Gundam wing proton cannon or something like that. Or he's going to fly the atmosphere and do Slice some it. kind <laughs> of a stride thing. Yeah, you know, I really think it's gonna. It's one of those two things that happens, and then it turn, turn into a Gundam thing. <laughs> uh, I was actually I was quite I was quite pleased because um, of the three satellites, he was able to take out two. Yeah, because it's pro like that. I was I was really hoping like they would press the button so the beams would collide and you get this little cross the stream thing and a giant explosion in the air, but. They didn't want Don't to do that. Don't cross the stream. Sorry, I had to quote that. But I want to, man. <laughs> um, so, I just found that to be so interesting itself. But you know, after everything's said and done, you know, we have Shu and Guy sitting there on the top of the tower after aftermath, and they seem to kind of reconcile. You know, reconcile to that now they kind of respect each other. Or maybe it's just gay love. I don't know. Maybe uh, it's just some Yuri thing going on. I, I don't know, man. Like, you know, you got the flames going all around them, and they're just staring around, and you get that weird pan angle. I'm like, are they going to kiss or punch each other or what? I know. It's like, <laughs> I think the one the funny thing about most animes is they tell that um, men always like to express themselves by their fists, you know? So I'm just thinking, like, are they going to beat each other or? 
cry each like... other. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I wasn't very sure. But then we go back to like the GHQ laboratory headquarters thing. And apparently it was something that they kind of had planned out as something like this, um, this might just happen. And we have this, creepy upside down kid we don't know i have no idea what the hell I, yeah, you even think of just this, out you know? of like the, the like last 30 seconds he's just like spider mommy <laughs> yeah i was just thinking like wait, wait a minute i, I was, thought we're all, i thought we're doing guilty crown not c3 <laughs> yeah and i'm like okay i'll go with this and he's He's just like all according to plan and they just kind of cut away to the the credits and just like ah. Uh, what? What the hell? Yeah. So, uh, I'm 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 still curious to see what happens after this and how this develops out. And what I I really want to see is how uh, Shu's mom actually fits more into this because we see the boss that all, that's always talking to Shu's mom, pretty much in every episode now, but we don't see how she fits into it yet. And I'm I'm really curious how that's going to turn out. And I hope it's not cliche. Yeah. I'm wondering that what will happen when uh, Shu's mom finds out that she's a part of the resistance. Because I'm pretty sure she doesn't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she doesn't know that Shu's living with a girl in their house. <laughs> what kind of sure, parenting? What kind touche. of parenting is this right here? You know, modern. It's like imagine the kid, just the uh, the dinner talk. You know, like oh yeah, mom, I uh, picked up this random girl. She happens to be a YouTube star, and she wants to stay with us. Um, and I also joined the resistance. Oh, by the way, she's their sharpshooter too. <laughs> yeah, if I if I was a parent for, and my my kid said that, I just stare. Yeah, I would quite literally just stare. Yeah, I, I think one of two <laughs> things are going to happen when this hap- when the, this. I guarantee you, they're probably going to put this scene somewhere in the anime, and then she's going to either pull a gun on him. Or just like panic and run out of the room. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe she won't be surprised at all. And knows what's going on all entirely, and and then know. just stab him. <laughs> yeah, it'll turn into something like. Uh... Who knows? And there's so many animes out there. It's just random stabbings. <laughs> yeah, and the the thing is, this this anime is like all over the place. So I don't, I honestly don't know what to expect. It's true. I mean. It's getting it's getting good. I mean, uh, this is uh, one of the shows I'm quite. I, I want to keep. I want to watch uh, more. But if I do, then I'm gonna get backlogged and probably start quoting stuff in the next episode and yeah. spoil our next episode and Kita. Yeah. And, and I don't want to do that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm excited, and I just really hope they don't have another cliche episode like his uh, training one was. Like I, I struggled to finish that episode because it was so cliche and you could tell what's going on about halfway through already. But hopefully, yeah. hopefully they'll dive away from that and go back to more of how episode five and the first other three episodes were, or three four episodes were. So, you know, you mean episode six? Yes, six. Yeah, five was. <laughs> five is yeah. one you didn't like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want you want more if you don't like. Yeah, you know because. I really suck and take forever. And apparently, if you, if you guys looked at the show notes for the last episode, it it was the wrong episode until I changed it a day or two ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let's jump on to anime number dos.
Oh, come on. He at his best. Episode number two is C3, and it's brought to you by Maintenance Procedures. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last we left off with the humans being the real curses to all the curse items. Crazy women with monkey blood in it. And a fear butting in for being selfish. I really want to just call that episode selfishness. Because, yeah, you really want to because, like, we have our giant, crazy girl with a giant axe with monkey blood in it going after a boy with its And he apparently. I don't know. It's like it's just like <laughs> they're all just trying to like justify themselves somehow. I think it's I think the whole show is it's going on very interesting right now. Yeah, and then you know it essentially they just made selfishness a scapegoat <laughs> for everything. Yeah, much. But it's not it's not all to dismay. It's the greatest part too because you know after after they come back in there and we we show that. Uh, that uh, fear wants to try to change. You know, she doesn't want to be tied down by her past. So she's not looking to be you know, forgiven for her sins or for her curses and everything. She just wants to, you know, be of use. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a little interesting twist that I was expecting from someone who's going psycho and cutting off monkey arms and, you know, pools of blood everywhere and just doing all the fun junk. But you know, she ends up, uh, Budding in into this fight and everything that uh, both that, that both woods they're trying to keep her away from, and in reality she just comes in and nails crazy woman crazy like crazy I, just call cra- I really just want to call her crazy bitch. Uh, <laughs> I really just want to call her well, crazy. Well, considering we don't know anybody's name anyways, why not? <laughs> well, it's supposed to be like Pevy, like Pevery, I think her name was, but it's, I just can't call her that. I really can't. Um, but we see Fear come in and just totally like near in the head and just knock her through the walls, breaking the house again. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, and the, you, well, you know what I really loved about this battle is that they just leave her in the house. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> instead of like instead of like taking the initiative attack where uh, Fear obviously you know dazed her because knocked her across the yard, knocked into the house, and the this paper door breaks but this paper wall stops her yeah and it and it's still in their house that they live in and they think yeah. they're like all right let's go what and of, <laughs> of all the things you can do you run into the storeroom yeah i know i know like i know the communication is important and everything but after you finish the villain after yeah and the thing is the storeroom's not even on the first floor it's on the second floor, so they go upstairs. <laughs> I know. It's like how would you, like there has to be more to this than just that. I mean, it's hilarious that the like, inconsistency of the show, but it's so it's so needed too, because you need to they needed to like, have a breather, talk about like how his um his hand is starting to get go limp and everything, blah blah blah. Um, Which they don't even mention again. 
after that. Which is- they don't. I mean, that's the greatest part too. But here, this is kind of what if anyone here, if who's ever been watching the show with us and have seen this show and following with us on this, they would uh, suspect hostage time. So there's a student body president now decides to, and uh, <laughs> I'm sticking with to that name. Kind of pay, pay them a visit, and sure enough, she becomes the next hostage. You know, and then. I, I, to be honest, out of all the shows we're watching right now, this for some crazy perverse reason, this one's not my favorite out of the three that we're watching. Just, no, I I really think it's just because the, the show starts out very lighthearted. You know, we figure it's gonna be like this this just just nice little show with a little bit of action and all the stuff. No, it's starting to turn out to be a very very seriously dark show. But and then no, it pulls out an episode like this. Keep on going. <laughs> We're, we're, I mean, it's, it's a good show. I mean, yeah. I'm not denying this is a good show. And then, you know, and then this is, what is it, battle number three we've actually seen Fear fight in. And uh, if even from the first shot, it looks like you can tell she's fighting. Her style's changed a little bit. It's not the berserker kind of feeling that you got from the other two battles now. It seems to be a little bit more controlled. Yeah, and you see it a lot in this one because... Like um, she's trying, she's threatening them, of course, trying to get them out and get fear out there. But I'm sorry, that smoking countdown is like just creepy and disgusting. I mean, I don't know how you I, can go I'm through a, a cigarette I'm that really, fast. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really sensitive to cigarette smoke and everything, and it makes me nauseous. But seeing this and just like you're able to count down and smoke at the same time, that's some talent that uh, not many people can possess. And did creep me out a little <laughs> yeah kids don't smoke it's bad stuff um but yeah and then i i i like how uh when fear jumps out she's like i'm not fear in box anymore i i have cube. a new name or yeah fear in cube why did i yeah <laughs> and and i'm like i i'm a, I'm a different fear i'm like fear out of cube <laughs> she's thinking out of the box Ooh, ooh, ah! I, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. <laughs> and, and then, um, yeah, she pulled. I, I, I've discovered she kind of likes that little uh, banner sword thing as her favorite weapon of choice. Have you noticed that in the battles? Yeah. yeah. Um. That that sword is kind of wicked and yeah. very interesting, but. I find it funny, like, the her fighting style after that point, because before, like, Pevy, crazy bitch, ever decides to, like, starts, like, uh, attacking, she hacks the student body present, you know, it was Una, Unus, yeah. or... Purple hair girls, I'm calling her that. <laughs> uh, it's like, I think it's Unus, but anyways, it's like, she almost lost it, she almost went to berserker mode again, but she's able to, um pull herself out so it seems yeah. that she's sl- slowly changing into what she wants to be and then surprise surprise unos has a few uh tricks up her sleeves too you know because everybody's like oh no she's dead the innocent student body president is dead oh no and then yeah. all of a sudden <laughs> but he can't you can't go with that too this is the this is the thing that i found the funniest too is that her she break like when uh Fear comes out. She has that Iron Maiden-looking thing, and threatens that she's going to use it on her. But in reality, 
we see that it's it's a trap. I mean, they come out and totally just wrist slapper drops the axe into the air and like a trained dog. I God, I have to say she's a trained dog of this. Yeah. She jumps and grabs it with her freaking teeth. I know that that was nuts because like. You, you know, she's she just like, ah, and just like, and she's still it going him. after him. It's nuts. I don't know. Like, I know. these battles like, are crazy. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's freaking crazy. Uh, and this is, then you see, then you see Uno's come out, and we realize that she's not dead. Yeah. Matter of fact, she's, she's quite alive, and, and she, she can, ends up, you know, hold her own <laughs> and just like totally. I don't know, beats the crap out of crazy dog lady. And then, yeah. And, but she's after all this. Okay. Seriously. After all this punishment, you've seen her take to the show. What the hell is she made? Of? I don't know. Anti-mantium. Cause we, is she Wolverine? Something. Because like fear throws that, um, circle blade socket of, no, socket of doom. Yeah, at her. The, the like cut her. Didn't, didn't that, yeah. Didn't that cut off her other arm? And then something, but yeah. this one is just like, it looks like a like blunt saw, like a blunt saw just like eating away at your forearm. It's just like going ow. I was like, ow. oh. And then of course she goes into some crazy delirium, and our favorite character, Spider Monkey, comes out. Spider Monkey's back, guys! Yay! <laughs> or is she? Maybe not. Um, in her delirium, and then this is what really caught me off guard. After that, she's all tied up and defeated. And uh, what's her name? Unio. She's like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. And then walks up to the, uh, what is it, dance party. And just, you know, like like a computer, just pulls out this chip and then throws it to fear. And I'm like, dude, that's just like Rockman EXE. Check in. Use all the powers. <laughs> yeah. But then we then we see that she's wearing some kind of S&M bondage, too. Yeah. Where... And they're like, this is apparently a cursed clothing item too. That it was from some, like from the years past. That um, some guy was just really into S and M, but he kept yeah. on like killing off all his um, so-called victims, I guess. Yeah. And this the clothes became to where whoever wears it cannot die from external injuries. Yeah, but if they take it off, so yeah. It, so. It's- Essentially, when you put it on, you can never take it off. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, and she's like, "Don't look, it's embarrassing." embarrassing. <laughs> well, oh. of course, you're in bondage. <laughs> uh, uh, and they're just like, uh, "What's that?" <laughs> and oh, and the funny thing is, she explains some of it, and then does the uh, tough guy puts on his cape and walks away. Look, <laughs> where she just like yeah. puts on her jacket and like, "Talk to you later, peace out." <laughs> But this is when the credits come in, and for anyone who had missed this, watch through the end of credits on episode five. Just watch to the end, and I'll leave your and leave your imagination to the rest. Yes, you will. That's figure, all I'm gonna say. Yes, you will figure out where in the world we got that ad read from. So if you don't get that ad read, watch until the end, which threw yes. me off too, because I'm like, oh, it, it's almost over, and there's like five whole minutes after <laughs> the ending credits, <laughs> which was weird. Um, and then, but yeah, then we go on to the next episode and they're back at school and it seems like everything is just normal again. You know, they have their uh, lunchtime cooking competition 
and then Shu wants or no not not Shu. What's this? <laughs> I'm on the wrong show. Uh, uh, what's his Next face? Page. What's his face? Nice kid, dude. One of these days we're gonna put their names on. There. <laughs> um, he, yep. he he wants to talk to uh, Unio about it, but he doesn't want to you know let it all out. And of course, his classmates thinks this uh, love. What would you call it? This love triangle. Love, yeah, it forms. It, into... it looks like that. Uh, is it Haraki? Haraki, that's his name. Yeah, Haraki. Uh, Haraki is in a love triangle with uh, with fear. Or no, sorry. No, not fear with... yet. It was a uh, Komiko or whatever. Kono. Kono Kun. Kon- that's only. That's Kono. Like, yeah, Kono. That's how I remember it. And uh, Unio, which was. Yeah. Uh, I I love it. They have yeah, like this. Right. Yeah, they have this like deep, deep secret and everybody just thinks they're <laughs> it's some complicated love triangle soon to be square when fear just starts interrupting <laughs> yeah and she doesn't even know what a love triangle is that was that's just made me laugh I'm like oh you're in a What's world a of hurt triangle, huh? <laughs> um but find out that like once they're outside that uh, we there's actually a name for this snm bondage is called let's see if i can get this right you can say this the, i'm not even gonna try <laughs> <laughs> it's like i can't let's see grimstorm's love it's apparently what makes you some kind of immortal and then she has two of them actually there's this that whip thing that she was able to take the pistol out um is called uh kurikawa karen it was apparently by like a like a thief or something it was like a night like uh his prized uh his prize weapon so yeah well at least uh, we, at least we learned the name of these cursed items and so you know because everybody has a cursed item and i can't enunciate any of them because they're all like german <laughs> at least it's not the hawk shoe fine in my buttocks or something <laughs> anyways <laughs> but we learned that unio is a part of a organization too that apparently all they want to do is study and uh, look at and experiment with cursed items and uh, here we go with this uh, weird long name called um see if i can get this correctly again yumigawa penturko's laboratory kingdom and from the judging of the show, uh, or judging from what they're going to explain it, I think it's full of quacks. Yeah, and it, it, the funny thing is, like, you see the um, back. If you watch the scene when she's explaining about the uh, laboratory kingdom, you look at the animations of all the guys. They look like they're nuts. It's just these guys in lab coats laughing hysterically, or just going ah, 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 in the background. <laughs> I'm like, what? They've, like. They have beakers, fire, just like they're experimenting some of this like side crazy smile on their face. It's like I'm like, yes. Yeah. It, I, I would it, it, I would not want to go there alone. And then the funny thing is like right before that they were explaining about the knights of uh whatchamacallit that uh crazy lady is part of. And you see uh, just all these like knights in armor and everything, and then you just change to the crazy laboratory signs going, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Which I'm like, okay, that makes your group look legit right there. I know it's like the lesser of two evils. <laughs> um, and like, th- this is the one weird thing about the show is they cut the show in such an odd way because we're up at to episode six, and I I swear two battles have taken have just they cut them right in the middle of the battle, um, and then this one where you expect 
the show to end is like halfway through episode six and they just start a ran- brand new like story arc right right in the middle yeah. of episode six and I'm, the, I'm like what like as soon as it, yeah we get our um our f- masked um what is he like the chairman yeah, uh the uh, superintendent superintendent yeah, superintendent. yeah it's the masked superintendent asking him about uh, another cursed item he found that uh, apparently was empty that's supposed to have a doll in it and we meet up with another character that uh, another student or another um classmate of um hierarchies and then we find that this cursed doll is actually owned by her and it just gets really really creepy from there i mean yeah she they learn that she's like hates humans for being abandoned or something yeah it's it's you know she's one of those toys that got tossed away when you started growing older you know and stuck in the uh what is it the suitcase or yeah there's no word for it i can't remember yeah no, it was, it was a suitcase. Yeah. But unlike how Pixar described toys that are not played with anymore, this one goes crazy. <laughs> you got a friend in me. <laughs> so well, uh, I guess probably, that, this, this is... one will probably put a friend in somebody, but <laughs> you know, cut it open, cut him open, and put a friend in him. But yeah, and, and she has this crazy ability to suck the life force out of any like student that's around, and there's been this rash. Um, collapsing of students in the infirmary which seems oddly large is filling up of just students who've passed out and yeah but the and the funny thing is too is like only a few people actually know what's going on they're just kind of saying that oh fatigue or something like that but she she doesn't actually try to kill humans by that way you know, she just needs their life force, but hates them too. So I find that kind of redundant. Yeah, kinda, <laughs> I hate humans, but I need you to live. Yeah, it's kind of just this love hate, or you know, this weird symbiosis that she just needs them for food, and otherwise she hates them, <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, yeah, and so then, we find I I find it just funny that uh, after everything's said and done that. We find ourselves with Hiroki getting called out to the field where the crazy doll chick is and just kind of, I'm not sure if it's threatening him or kind of giving advice, just kind of like, you know, watch your friends. And then we cut down to hearing that someone else fainted and dun, 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 who is our next victim? It just happens to be our lovable Japanese cursed sword, Kono. Um, and then we, we actually missed an important part about this. During this whole part, we have uh, Fear going around. Detective Fear going to solve crime and help this cursed object out. <laughs> Which I actually, that, that's why I was talking about how weird it, this anime just goes from like super, super dark to this more lighthearted feeling in just two episodes. <laughs> Which is crazy. I, I I like the balance. I really do yeah. like the balance between lightheartedness and super dark. I mean, it's just it feels it feels like it somehow they mix together. It's not like Higurashi where it's just absolute crazy. Yeah, it's because normally when you see these uh, twelve episode series, it goes through that formulaic first few episodes is your you know usual lightheartedness, and then the middle few episodes is starting to build up you get less of that lightheartedness and starting to build up for that final battle and then of course the last two episodes is the final battle where you're like i want more of this but you're not going to get any more (laughs) 
type yeah, thing. Yeah, or that, it turns or turns into what like Phantom did, Phantom of Requiem. Yeah. You know, starts out in, like last six episodes, just kind of goes near and just kind of goes flame, uh, goes flame ball. Yeah, it just yeah, you know, this, it sucks. Yeah, this is actually I I actually like the mix of it because you you know where I thought it was going to be dark throughout the whole series after episode two, <laughs> to be honest, and it's you know giving us good balance of it, and I think that's part of the reason why out of all the three series, it's, it's my favorite one to watch so far. You know. I feel I kind of feel that way with you too. I mean, I was thinking more like after the second episode, it would just like be completely all about trying to get fear to reconcile or you know trying to get her to change and stuff like that. But then they start getting back in the school, the school atmosphere. So I figured they start focusing on that. No, it's just kind of like they just touch on it. They touch on the school aspects. Yeah, and it's crazy. And like I said, those episode cuts too. I think that actually helps a lot with this. So, you know, it's it's kind of weird how you do it. Like, I, I think the series might benefit if you watch it just in one long stretch. But, I, uh, you know, it's I think it works, I guess. You know, it just like this whole show, it's really unexpected when they'll end each episode and when yeah. they'll start a new storyline or not. So I, I actually like it. And then um, this episode leaves us, of course, in the middle of the story with another cliffhanger. Who's next? Yeah, who is it? Who is our victim? Dun dun dun. <laughs> My money is the superintendent. <laughs> you know that would that would actually be and hilarious. Then, and then we'll. I see. would. I would not. I cannot take the show like dark anymore. If the superintendent was the next victim, I would find that hilarious. Oh yeah, and, and then we'll unmask him, and it comes out as just the troll face. <laughs> take off his mask, and he's just, it's the, just the hair. Face. <laughs> <laughs> So that that's it for this episode, and uh, I guess we'll move on to pretty much all drama now. No more high school schoolness and all that stuff, and hopefully I can press this giant play button to play the theme. <laughs> oh, all right. Ah! <laughs> Our next series is uh, Shakugan no Shana 3 or Shakugan no Shana Final, whatever you want to call it. And it's brought to you by Firecrackers. Firecrackers. Because why not pop in the excitement since... Did you actually look this up? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> since the 7th century in China. <laughs> I'm like, wow, he's either got good trivia memory or <laughs> he looked this up. <laughs> Because no, I, I couldn't remember exactly when the first Firecrackers, first fireworks ever came out, so I did a quick search on him. Like, <laughs> wow, 7th Century China, huh? Cool, I'm going to use that. <laughs> that was good. I got to say, that was good. Um, so, how about you tell us where we last left off on this? <laughs> Our last, where we last left off, we found that Sean and Yuji have re- reunited and found out that he's became the leader, the leader of Ball Mask. And so then Sean and Yuji, of course, started having their fights because they, like, Ball Mask has always been the Flame Haze's, uh, like, enemy. Oh, that rivalry, you know. Can't they just take a break? Can't we all get along? What, can't you we know, and then we find friends? that uh, Yuji just totally kicks some ass. 
Uh, yeah. Takes names left and right. Marjorie and uh, Carmel get put into a yeah. giant silver bubble. Marjorie freaks the hell out, passes out. Oh, that still um, creeps me out. Carmel has to defend them in this giant silver ball. Oh. You know, it's just like she, she just hits the fan for them. I know. And then, like, throughout this whole thing, Yuji doesn't even break a sweat. He's just like, no, eh. he <laughs> yeah. And um, so then this this is where I, I thought it was weird, you know. Normally, when they cut off with a cliffhanger, there I would expect a, like this to start off with him still flying back to Ball Mask and Shauna gains consciousness. No, 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 no. We just go straight to. It looks like she's been there for quite a while in the uh, Ball Mask headquarters, and she, they've literally just stripped her of everything, so she doesn't. She can't use any of her powers or anything. She's pretty much a normal girl right now. And, yeah, it's uh, a it's a chain on her wrist that's it's called a unrestricted spell, um, and I find it just to be very interesting that at this point you know we see us uh, like further back in Shauna's past. Yeah, and and what what really got me was like when I saw this, I'm like, oh, please not another clip episode, please not. Another. And the thing is, the other one wasn't even a clip episode, and I, I just part of me is just like they're teasing for a clip episode and i'm like i'm gonna die if they do this <laughs> yeah i was the same way i'm just going like no no and the clip episode only lasted what like five, three minutes yeah but it felt like an eternity too and i'm like no don't do this you know you're in you're this is your final season don't waste time <laughs> um, but it's actually it was a good one yeah, though it actually yeah. gave a little bit more backstory to like who like when Shauna was like even younger than she was shown in there in, her, in the previous uh like clip uh, clip shows back in the, uh, season one so yeah it, it's it, was, it shows a bone guy uh Shino yeah Shino Shiro as in Shino Shiro no Shino something with an S S S H N I N O or something I think it's Shino M I C K anyways something like that ah, whatever we got this your name's right, greg right yeah <laughs> <laughs> podcast and catch that <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah you know and the weird thing about these clips are they're not really clips <laughs> but they seem yeah, like clips it, yeah it's it's like just fragments it's just like story like just pieces of the story fragments that happened way before she even became a flame head before she even started training but then you see that um like the grandma of like the flame haze i don't even know what to even call her I technically it was freaky seeing yeah. her without her uh her thing on her head yeah yeah it's actually one of the denizens like one of the flame haze denizens it's such, that takes the form of that um that veil i don't know what i'm call it yeah. so now the hat that's like that christian that christian nun hat that she's wearing and, you know I, I didn't even think about that when i first saw it and they started talking to him just going like, oh yes that's right they all take forms and shapes of their master's um wishes so i just completely threw me off there for like a quick second yeah and then like you you just don't really wait a minute she's like the head of all of this this is not weird at all <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. But it's just nice to see that after everything's said and done, um, we like, Shonda's being treated like a princess, basically. You know, and just in a nice, luxurious room. Got her own uh, servant. Able, just, like, yeah, like has her own servant to do what she wants. But it's you know, 
Yuji starts to come and pay Sean a visit. And at this point, we find that uh, after Shauna's big defeat by Yuji, yeah. that she is like yeah. got this phobia or this like uh, omen that, about Yuji now. Yeah, it, like she just, you know, she doesn't really see him. She just sees this black hand trying to grab her in ominous fashion. You know, everything just goes back and just type of thing. Um, well, if a black hand was trying to grab me, I would just just yeah, scream like a little girl, wait, like I've seen a spider. Oh, good, good. Watch out for that tarantula. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then this is one of the few times you'll see in an anime where the guy is like right on top of the girl, and both of them don't turn red at all. It, like, yeah. they they really made that scene awkward, and I I, I love it because that's how it was supposed to be. Just this awkward moment where both of them just are like and like shauna's just broken down completely which uh, that which is a side you really don't see because usually she's a little ticked and going i'm gonna beat you down (laughs) she's always the aggressive she's always on the she's always on the aggressive side always like taking charge and everything and then yuji just comes around and she just kind of like just doesn't like so torn yeah, she's just so torn with it because she sees Yuji, knows it's Yuji, but it's it's just like just can't shake that ominous feel, and and she just and at that point itself, she just kind of like tells him off, and Yuji kind of like Bleh. gets did I yeah, brush like, my teeth? <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and then so that like I'm liking this dynamic. Like I I was kind of on the fence on. Yuji's now the bad guy, and this is gonna be some sappy love story type thing. But it, I'm liking the dynamic between the two right now, where it's kind of not what I was expecting to see from this. Yeah, I was more, I was more, more expecting that you know, at some point maybe Sean even joins Ballmask because uh, the deal that was made between Alistair and uh, um, Yuji is that Alistair would be stay with Yuji and see what Ballmask really does. Yeah, and but like it's totally opposite where she's literally scared. I can't say that word on air. <laughs> um, she, <laughs> of of ball mask and even Yuji right now, and it, it's nuts. And and then so that that's that's a good half of the uh, episode, and the other half is just this build up for this impending mass war that you're getting is like all the uh how do you say it all the like the generals of ball mask are convening yeah and like planning um and then like and then you you can even see that the uh fl- or, la, the, ma, the uh fla- the the flame whatchamacallit no i can't remember the name flame haze flame the flame haze they're 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 you know arming up too because um what's her name the maid carmel she's trying to she wants to go get shauna and she's pretty much calling everybody for backup and they're like we can't help you right now we gotta man the battle stations and the hatches can't let them come get us um yeah it was just i find this whole like preparation for war because you know the shanghai uh, center got completely devastated from just one uh, ball mask uh general so this and as they're planning out they're saying that in terms of uh 
people, they have more manpower. So the ball mass could potentially win against the flame hazes if they did a full out attack. Yeah, but... just like a full frontal attack. But both of them are taking kind of defensive things, which is that's really interesting to me. You know, not one one side's not being aggressive to the other. They're it's kind of a cold war type of tactic that you're seeing now. Um, even though nobody really agrees about it. But uh, it's and really interesting to see how this is going to turn out. Um, but what I find it, I find it more, more interesting. Or interesting about this uh, this preparation for war is just exactly what their like their strategy from this too. They're saying how they're using basic strategy and everything, but then a lot of them are not agreeing because they feel like it might be a trap by like getting the flame haze elites in there and start taking out their generals one by one, you know, prolonging the war as much as possible. Um, yeah, and it, it's uh, what I what I thought was cool was you actually in once in one scene I don't know what episode it was but in one scene you see a map of all their strongholds and you can actually kind of tell you know um, I like from I don't think from the other series you really got kind of that uh, top down view on how everything was laid out because I, I I remember being like confused where everybody's base kind of was in the other series yeah. and this gives you like a visual. On where everything exactly is, which was really interesting to see. When I when I first looked at that, the first thing I thought of when I saw all the like how they're uh, like strategizing out and how they're going to do, I'm just looking. I'm going risk. <laughs> it's true because everything's in a box and you're just arrows going everywhere. And then you you know what I also noticed was that if you look at all the battle stations on there, like the middle of Asia in the middle of Europe, nothing. <laughs> It's yeah. only on the coasts. I just I have this. I have some pending doom that's like all of that like center part of Asia is just gonna be a battlefield. Yeah, um, I can't wait to see that, and I'm excited. And the uh, episode six, because the well, the thing is, like both of these episodes kind of blend into each other because they play well off each other. Um, in episode six, we. Uh, like I was alluding to earlier, uh, Carmel, she's trying to go rescue Shauna. And we finally f- discover what's happened to uh, Sato. And we've just discovered that he's useless and only can get locked in rooms all the time. <laughs> in a hotel of all places. He gets locked in a nice hotel room and I and, guess and destroys in, it in a week. He yeah. parties so hard that he destroys a room in a week. No, but he was held, a, he was held prisoner. He was held, like a kidnap. He was held as a kidnap because of um marjorie sent him so they feel that it's they never really explain why they even just kept him there because of marjorie he's like he was supposed to be used as a as a bait you know i guess it's used as bait for uh getting the carmel to join up with their with the central asia's uh, out, uh outlaw outpost you yeah. know to join the fight so they strengthen their their numbers because you know carmel is, is like one of their stronger yeah. ones Actually, it's Tokyo, isn't it? Yeah, I think that was Tokyo. Tokyo, yeah, yeah, the, the, the Tokyo stronghold. That's what it was. Or the Tokyo, the Tokyo center uh, out uh, outlaw. Yeah, outlaws. Wait, is it outlaw? Yes. Yeah, outlaws. Outlaw is the is the center that trains all of them, and is the is where like the flame hazes gather for information usually. Yeah, uh, I was I was getting confused with the guilty crown because they all have to have cool names like outlaw and undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> then you have it? Executioner and Excalibur and 
Buffalo uh, bits. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's, that's this was an interesting episode because I didn't really expect... I, I didn't really expect to learn that much about Carmel and thinking about it. I, you don't really know much about her from the other series. And this kind of opens it up a little bit by, uh, introducing the, uh, Rebecca Reed character. Yeah. Apparently like Rebecca Reed has been one of those, like the only person has known Carmel for like over a hundred years. Uh, they've been just old friends, the best way that she put it. But, Rebecca Reed has a very interesting habit of blowing stuff up. <laughs> My kind of la- lady. And um, I didn't even realize this until like the end of the episode. Apparently, Rebecca Reed's the head general or person at the Tokyo headquarters of the of the outlaws. And she's just like, I, I love it. She's kind of, uh, if Roy Mustang let loose and was a little bit lighthearted, I think it would be her. <laughs> just blow, it's true. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. It's like, this is probably like the female version of Roy Mustang let loose. Yeah. And she just blows everything up. And her, uh, nice calling card is when she blows stuff up indoors, the sprinklers go off and everybody gets soaked. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I swear after, uh, Sado gets out of the, well, after he's got blown out of the hotel room, Guess what happens? Yeah. He gets locked in another room in the infirmary this time. Yeah, so it's from from one room to another. And after this, we learn that um, what is going on, or that because all it's once he, once he finds out that Marjorie's like unconscious in a coma and all the stuff, he wants to head back, you know, trying to help her help in any way. But in in the end. She just kind of looks and going like, what are you going to do? You know, what can you do for this person? Like, so she just kind of like played that like hard ass kind of thing. Just then locks him in the room and leaves. And he's just pounding away. And she's all she can really say is youth being reckless. Yeah. Um, and then we go in, we kind of discover some of the plans for uh, Outlaw with the other guy, the guy with the rose that I'm not too big of a fan of. Um, and then all of a sudden we just go into this flashback of one time when, uh, Carmel and, uh, what's her name? Rebecca were out in the desert somewhere. Cause that's where all these things happen is <laughs> out in the desert, in the desert, of course. Yeah. And they find like some kind of, um, centipede, uh, pincer worm, worm or something. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, Rebecca, her being the firebrand, she just goes all out and thinks she's got it destroyed, you know. Um, and then all of a sudden, you just see Carmel just shooting out whip things, which really looked similar to what uh, Yumio in C3 had, if you didn't notice that. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> um, and just, like, takes out one of the pincer things that she missed that was right behind it about to get her. The thing about this one that made me laugh the hardest was that, okay, Carmel has her like bandage whipped things and just goes through and cuts it off, but then it explodes. What about this thing explodes? It, it just it had to go, you know? It, it, had, it was on a full stomach, and then... <laughs> <laughs> I would not want to be around that. It, it's like those uh, Nickelodeon shows where they just had that goo everywhere. Same thing, man. It just wanted to be on Nick. 
<laughs> it was a graboid. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then after that, you know, uh, um, we cut back, and the guy's like, "Hey, hey, hey! You paying attention to me? You go with the plans?" And she's like, "Nah, I think I'm gonna go uh, help out Carmel." And he's like, "You can't go." And then, in her uh, style of explosions. We see our useless Sato in yet another room. Or he's still in the same room he was locked in earlier. The room yet again explodes, and she's like, all right, let's go. But this time, at least he knew because he saw the light. He's just like, he was just like, oh crap, and just like takes off and well, runs. He saw, and the li- he, he saw the light for the first one, and he still was just like, ooh, shiny. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't know it was going, but he saw this and he's just kind of like, oh, and just runs off for cover. It was, it was just funny because it's, it's just one of those, oh, you learned your lesson the first time, didn't you? <laughs> I, I hope the rest of the series we just see him running away from explosions and getting locked in rooms. <laughs> yeah, I'm, but I, I have to put this one there just because this made me laugh the hardest is that, you know, Carmel's usually always level-headed, you know, always well well-organized, stuff like that. And when she was preparing to leave for the Nurski Shana, she's just kind of like, where's my backpack? And then her, um, her denizen is just kind of like, on your back. Oh. I was just like, <laughs> what, like what purpose does that have? But, but, but just be really funny. Yeah. And then she opens up her closet and you see what, in her, what, what, what her closet is. It's just the Homer Simpson closet <laughs> where she has multiple copies of the same maid's outfit. For some terrible reason. <laughs> yeah. I, d- I never could figure this out because they, they don't show her in much other clothing besides her maid outfit, but oh man. Even <laughs> in the even I in saw the, that. I just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> even in the flashback, she was wearing something like that. I really, I really thought that, you know, because most animes, they always wear the same clothes. You know, they really, they, they only do that for the fact that it's how you save for the animation, laundry, you know, man. not having to draw them in new clothes every scene stuff like that but they actually gave a viable reason to her in that one outfit is that she just has dozens of the same outfit <laughs> uh, it, i find that hilarious yeah i, I know i'm like the simpsons <laughs> uh um but uh yeah and you know we yet again in the show it's you still have that impending doom and of course, Jerkface in Tokyo gets the top position while uh, Rebecca goes help off goes helps uh, Carmel. And one thing I was confused about though is the uh, Lady Marjorie like sends a letter to Carmel saying that Rebecca's going there, and then someone with Intel is going there. I'm, and I'm like, is that uh, Sato, or are they actually sending another flame haze over there that we don't know about yet? We'll soon find out. I mean, I'm I'm kind of like we're halfway through this show already. We're halfway through Shauna and um, and guilty or sorry, Shauna and C three, and there's so much more that I am kind of expecting. Yeah, it's it's nuts because I didn't even realize we're uh, we're halfway through. I'm we had this discussion right before. I'm like, dude, do you realize we're like halfway through two of the series already? That's crazy. Um, and you know, I. I I really hope they don't rush anything in Shauna, but I'm kind of yeah. getting I'm kind of getting that feeling that they might. I have a feeling that by they might do it in the last two episodes. It seems like there there's a lot going to happen in the next two episodes, but I'm anticipating from uh, episode nine. But episode nine is where we're going to see like the full out battle happen. Yeah. Um. So 
I'll be I'll be watching, and you get, hopefully all you guys out there will be uh, watching with us and can have a discussion. If you have any feedback on uh, about any of these three series and how you feel about them, or if you need to catch up, you know, just want more info on it, please leave us comments at kita at ktdata.net. I, I, I have this mail theme that I really want to play, but nobody sent us an email yet. <laughs> I'm really sad about that. <laughs> um, also, the same thing, too, is that um, once uh, Shauna 3 and our C3 does finish up, we will be choosing two more 12-episode uh, series, and we'd like to see what others want us to do. You know, We're willing to watch just about anything that's along those 12 episodes, and we can do our show, our Kita, on those. Yeah. If not, we'll probably just choose some. We'll just probably choose something random. Yeah, we're gonna go watch twelve episodes of the Iron Man anime. Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It's like if I go and buy the whole Wolverine manga series. Let's review that no. too. <laughs> That's not and say we didn't. Uh, okay, G four likes it. <laughs> um, and then, uh, well. That's pretty much the show, Dito. I don't. I don't really have anything else to say. Do you got anything? Oh well, before we do our plugs and whatnot, anything else? Uh, nope. Uh, do check us out on ktdata.net. Uh, we will be posting up there's our random stuff. We should be hopefully getting out our uh, second part of the long overdue. Um, uh, geeks. Uh, yeah, yes, I, I, I will definitely get this out by the end of the week. That's that is my new goal. Is that I am going to get day two of geeks out. I promise you guys, I'm going to get day two out. <laughs> That's my new goal. You've heard it here. Chastise me all you want if I don't get it out by the end of this week or sometime that weekend. You know, if you don't see me tweeting about me getting it done and just waiting for it to encode, because I know it's going to be like two three gigs long because. We got over an hour of coverage, more than an hour of coverage. So um, I'm giving you permission to that. And, you know, for all you guys watching live, but for, for anybody listening on the podcast, come watch us live. You can actually see me and, well, not 90% of the time we mess up, it's me and Dito. Because, yeah. Uh, no, you, don't no, get a, I, you don't get to see I that. Will, in the, I'll, yeah. I'll mess up. I'll mess up just as much. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't get to see that if you don't watch it live. So make sure you come back. And of course, we're doing it every two weeks because me and Dito, for some odd reason, think we can make this all work. I mean, hey, I got close this time, Dito. We we started at seven thirty. I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting closer. We're to almost getting time. Um, you know, so uh, our next broadcast is in two weeks, which is December 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 sixth, twenty eleven. Um. Make sure you guys check that out. And you all, as you asking, I guess I'm going to get that Kindle Fire review out too. But I got to get this Geeks video out first because I know people are like, what is wrong with you, man? You promised me it last week. So um, I will definitely... Don't forget the Anime Bonsai too. Yes, the Anime Bonsai. That's going to be a lot quicker because, again, we have this. So And, uh, you know, uh, all of you, uh, including you, Dito, make sure you have a... Uh, have have a good Thanksgiving, you know. And if all any of you stay safe, guys, you know, don't do anything irresponsible, and uh, have fun Black Friday shopping. Cause I'll be here probably Thursday night whenever I get back from Toys R Us, and I'm just gonna stay up and do online coverage. So if there's a Black Friday deal, 
you'll probably hear about it on the stream. We'll play some video games. Maybe I'll attempt to call Dito on my phone while he's in the trenches out in the cold. <laughs> and we'll, yes. we'll, we'll see what happens. So uh, make sure you check us out, ktdata.net. Uh, Dito, as always, thank you for being here because nobody wants to hear me blabber on for an hour. So you got you helped me balance it out. Thank you all who are watching live. Thank you for listening to the podcasts. And uh, until next time, guys. See ya. Have it. Have a happy turkey day, guys. Come on, come on. Audio uh, did we, check. Did we get, okay, I was, I was like, did you? Did we get all the the inserts? Yeah, we did. I wasn't sure if we had all the inserts in this yet, so I'm just checking out. If not, we can just make them on the fly. <laughs> Why not? Okay, so sound check, video check, show notes check, um, QuickTime check, pants. Uh oh. Oh well, we're going live! You know what it's time for? The Kita Anime Podcast with Dito and KT Data. Yo, what's up guys? How are you doing, Dito? I just realized something really funnier now. What would that be? We didn't have the intro right. What do you mean? Oh, bugger! (laughs) (laughs) This is not the right one. No, it's not. Not the right one. Uh, I thought something was off. I'm like, this sounds wrong. It helps when you open the right file. I even labeled it too. Well... Labeling it doesn't help when I'm the idiot who clicks on the wrong thing. All the time recording. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, you know, and yeah, where, where is it? Podcast music. Uh, the intro. Yes, the intro. That's the one I want. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> All, right. All right. There we go. There we go. Take two. <laughs> Ah. All right. Let's try this again, shall we? <laughs> <laughs>